0: This morning I wanted to, um, I won't talk for a long, I don't know, it, uh, Shimro, Tony sent me a column that I'd asked him, I couldn't remember the name of it. And um, it's called, Swegen Calls Master. Or it could be, um, Emily Calls Mistress. In this case is called, Swegen Calls Master, but uh, sorry about the gender of it. So every day, Master Swiegen Shingen used to look in the mirror, and call out to himself. The important thing is he looked in the mirror and he called out to himself, oh master, and would answer himself, yes. Are you awake, he would ask, and would answer for himself again, yes I am. And then say to himself, never be deceived by others, any day, any time, no I will not. So he looks in the mirror and checks himself out and says, are you awake, yes. Are you awake? Yes. But the important thing is he looked in the mirror and when he says at the end, never be deceived by others any day, any time, he says, no, I will not. Now, who are these others? You can join in. Who are these others that he doesn't want to be deceived by? Is it some con man in town who wants a train ticket because he lost his money? Or- Or is busfer who is this other that he doesn't want to be deceived by
1: himself? Who himself?
0: Yeah, yeah, good. And what who who are the others in himself that may deceive him? Just put your hand over you. Yeah, who?
1: Like, um, his own stories,
0: okay. Yeah, okay. His own stories, his own sub they say in psychosynthesis, his own all the different aspects of himself. He's saying, Do not be deceived by them. And, um, <clears throat> I don't know, it's, it's, that's really, really important. I don't know why everybody else came into this practice. Um, it would be really interesting to know why you came into the practice, but it's a bit difficult to handle with this kind of screen. Uh, but <clears throat> if anybody wants to to just say a short word of why did you come into this practice? What was going on for you that you decided to enter this rather demanding and challenging path, Stuart?
1: Hiroshi,
2: yeah, for me it was um, just about purpose.
3: Okay. Just means is um, my life purpose. So yeah, for me, Roshi was all about purpose. Just uh, give my life purpose.
0: Okay, thank you. May I ask you a question? And you don't need to answer this one. If you came into the practice, was it because part of you thought that you might be able to escape your own demons, your own problems, your own issues? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then what happens is. Uh, as I did, I imagined with one leap, I would be free. Yes. Yeah, so discover that, no, no. The most dis- difficult discovery is the practice involves struggling with our own grooved patterns, something we're trying to resist all the time. Of <laughs> facing our own demons. So this is what Zweigin's saying. He wants to face his own demons and he's not gonna be deceived by them. Now, what the mirror? are really interesting, I don't know if you remember the the talk again about the naked monk, but when you look in the mirror, have any of you really looked in the mirror, just your face to begin with? What does it feel like when you look in the mirror? Do you have a kind of resistance or do you feel okay about it? Or when you look really closely, do all kinds of ideas come up and judgments and feelings? So looking in the mirror, do you just get a reflection or, or do all kinds of things start to happen in your mind? Sarah?
1: Um, I did that strange practice um, twice a couple of years ago, I was spending three hours over a few days just sitting, facing a mirror. And that brought all sorts of stuff up. It was really, really intense. But yeah, the hardest thing I've ever done, I think, was to sit and not move away from that. So it's <laughs> definitely not just a an image that's there. It definitely felt that there was a lot of other stuff associated with that.
0: A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that's just your face. So you're standing in the bathroom, you're looking in the mirror, you're looking at your face. What about if you've got a full length mirror and now you're looking at yourself naked? What happens now? What comes up now? All kinds of judgments, for sure, eh? Unless you're a donor, so. I mean, have you looked at yourself maybe for a while? And what did you think? (laughs) So. Roshi, I just thought I was old. Pardon? (laughs) Pardon? Yeah, Roshi, I just thought I was old. You just thought you were old, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I'm not wanting to embarrass you, but this is a really symbolic kind of, obvious indication of the way we bring judgments on ourselves, physically. But if you think about your own demons and the things that you're embarrassed about or shy about or don't want to front up to or keep hidden, they're the same thing, really. You don't want to look at them. You really don't want to look at them. Um, And this is what Swigan's saying, look at them. Or not, do not be deceived by them, sorry. And he's not, he's saying, do not be deceived by them. Now, imagine you're sitting down in front of a mirror again. Only this time, you've got a different mindset. And your face appears in the mirror. You made no effort to get the reflection. It just appeared. The mirror is doing all the work. You're not doing anything. It's just reflecting back your face. You can't look in a mirror and do it wrong. I suppose you could start to pull a face, but you. But the mirror reflects the face, so you, you look in the mirror. You can't do it wrong. This is what the sitting is about. It's just sitting, without any of those judgments, any of those ideas, or any of those concepts, any of those putting um, ourselves down or lifting ourselves up and um, it's not easy to do, but I I, I don't know about you, but for me, this lockdown has been really interesting in terms of of how I sit. It's very different to sit an hour a day, twice a day, seven days a week, as, as you know, trying to do here uh as in normal everyday life and the sitting's kind of changed for me now it's a bit like running you know uh, when you're fit you run you don't run to be fit you just run to be out i do and the sitting feels like that it's just i'm not thinking of anything particularly (laughs) i'm not worried about anything i'm not having any big experiences i'm just kind of sitting sitting you know (laughs) um and this this is to some degree is what I'm talking about. And I think if anybody, um, there's a quote here from, uh, from Raina Maria Rilke and uh, writing about Paul Cezanne, who was able. And I think, um, uh, who was a Dutch painter did the whole series of self-portraits, Karen? Um, uh, Rembrandt. See see that yeah. all of the painters they can paint their own faces with complete objectivity. You ever see a self-project of them and they're at various times through their lives, every single little pimple, line, fault is in there. It's without judgment. And this is ideally the way would be great to sit. So really um I think in an essay, Barry Majid wrote about sitting and this type of thing. And he said, leave yourself alone. So when you sit, you leave yourself alone. You don't, there's no no judgment, there's no ideas. You just sit. So I'm gonna finish in a second, but I just want to write down what I wrote earlier. I'm gonna read to you what I wrote earlier. Reality is not over there somewhere, but right here. Whether you see it or not, it's right here. This means we always have the chance to wake up right now
1: in this very moment. And, well, perhaps
0: with the exception of me, you're not lacking anything. (laughs) <laughs> you only need to stop blocking or interpreting what you see. You're actually not lacking anything. So, can, next time you look in the mirror, can you be, can you just allow the reflection? Next time you are sick, can you allow yourself to just sit? Okay. I'm done. If anybody would like to comment, reflect, talk about their image, talk about how they feel when you look in a full-length mirror, naked.
1: (laughs) for for me, Roshi, Um, this this Zoom stuff...
0: Sorry, um, sorry. Oh, Sheila, sorry. Go on, Sheila.
1: Yeah, it's just um, uh, reflecting on what you said. um, Looking at this Zoom stuff in gallery view, I'm actually looking at myself all the bloody time. So it's, you know, the mirror's there. Uh, It's there. I've not realised
0: that. We're all doing it all the time. We won't be on Zoom. We're looking at each other and ourselves. What do you think think about yourself? Sorry? I say, what do you think about, how does everybody think about themselves? When you look now.
1: Well, I've I've got to adjust my expression. You know, oh no, I'm looking too sad, I'm looking too thoughtful, I'm I'm not happy. Um, you know, I can, I'm just uh, uh, saying, oh no, you've got to change, you've got to change. What yeah. you, what, what, <laughs> know,
0: you're, you're thinking that, and you know what we're all thinking about you? We're thinking fine. <laughs> you look just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could believe it. It's was hard, isn't it? John, did you want to say something?
2: Yes. Apologies for my untimely interruption earlier on. But I, I missed the first five minutes of your talk, so apologies for that. Um, yeah, I picked up a card for my sister, birthday card, which said um, inside every old person, there's a young person thinking, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. so I just came in at the point that you were talking about mirrors and being completely naked and standing in front of them. And I was thinking, what, what's going on here? But uh, just um, that is so difficult to do, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, in any form, on Zoom or what have you, it's so difficult to just not make that judgment. Even if I make the judgment that I'm doing great, I'm not making a judgment on how I, how, I, how I appear. And that's the slippery slope that then descends into all sorts of judgments of the universe, etc. But, um, so I apologize, I, m- I missed the early part of your talk, Roshi.
0: Hey, John, thank you. Uh, it's re- I think it's really important that I'm only mentioning this looking in the mirror as a metaphor. I mean, it is difficult, but it's a metaphor for how difficult it is also to look at our own demons. Yeah. We resist that we don't want to embrace about ourselves, you know. Um, I I think it's at the same level as how how hard it is to look (laughs) at a full-length mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, can I? Um.
0: Oh, Karen. Yeah. Hi, Karen. Hi.
1: Hi. Um, I found what I've been doing, um, recently in my in in my sitting is. Something that I find hard or I forget to do is kindness, bringing yes. kindness into, into my practice, you know, um, just being softer, mm-hmm. being gentler, um, especially if it gets tough physically or mentally. Um, it's something that I'm not practiced in doing and I'm um, and finding it really helpful that sort of
0: yeah well you're a you're a tough Scottish lass
1: it's
0: hard to be kind to yourself yeah, yeah it is, it it is. is. yes it's hard for all of us I think being kind to yourself is the most difficult do you think mm. yeah yeah I think
1: it's so easy to um to be in the negative a lot and um it's like sometimes you just need to, well, I do anyway. Brain my brainwash myself into being um, more positive. Um, that's that's the challenge for me anyway. Sure.
3: No. Thank you, Tara. Thank you. <laughs> Camille. Yeah. Hi, Rashi. Hi. Hi Camille. Uh, thank you for this for this talk. It's very thought so, thought so provoking. <laughs> Um I think uh, it's very much about acceptance mm. is about acceptance of uh, of ourselves of myself because uh what I realize at some point that uh I go through my life i've been, 've been going through my life and always look for acceptance from other people, from my parents teachers everyone. is always look to them and i just hoping that they accept me as I am and I very often try to pretend I'm different uh, or try to be better or find any way just to get this acceptance but eventually at some point I've just realized this whole thing is about just sitting in the front of the mirror, and yeah, accepting myself. If I accept myself, I just don't need to look for this acceptance. And even better, because if I accept myself, I'm maybe I can learn to accept others as well without any judgment whatsoever. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you. That, that, that's lovely. That's really nice. Thank you. Oh, um, Mark, did you want to say something? Yeah, just a quick thing. I think sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm brushing my teeth, and it's all quick, and I'm not really noticing myself. And sometimes when I really look at myself, my sort of thing that comes up is, who is this guy looking back at me? (laughs) I don't know who the hell he is. (laughs) It's kind of mystery. It's It's kind of good, but it's kind of scary as well that I'm not really... Yeah. You
1: know, it's sort of like, who's this guy looking back at me? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. You know, as you say that, I was thinking that, you know, that really lovely greeting they have in, uh, in uh, Buddhist countries, Namaste, Namaste, when they're saying, I respect the, the great life in you, or however you want to call it. So when we look in the mirror, it would be really nice if we said Namaste to each other. So that, that we're talking to that not knowing, that unknown that's behind the skin, that pops out through our mouths and our eyes and our ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, namaste Mark. Yeah, namaste. So, Shimro? Hi Roshi, thank you for that. Um, I haven't got it in front of me and I, I wish I had, but there's a, there's a poem I remember by D.H. Lawrence, which really touches on what what we've all been talking about here Um, and it's something like it begins with uh, a woman, I presume one of D.H. Lawrence's lovers, I don't know, sort of saying don't you care for my love Um, and then the poem sort of unfolds as a, a description of the way in which most people's idea of love is actually not love of somebody else it's just bad love of themselves and the poem ends by saying, please refer all questions to headquarters, and hands a mirror to her. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you. I would hope if I could read it to you, but anyway. No, yeah, no, that would have been lovely. Okay, it's Saturday morning, it's sunny, I'm sure you've all got exciting days ahead. So, I'll let you reflect on what we've talked about in every respect physically and emotionally and intellectually okay been very nice being with you we're going to do four vows